You're tuning, You're tuning in. in. TBD. 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 Into TBD. TBD. To be discussed. To be discussed. To be discussed. I'm super excited to have you on the podcast. Yay. So this is the host, May Wu, and I have with me Jasmine Bradbury. Hello. And <laughs> hello. So tell us a little about yourself. Where are you at? Where are you located? Um, I am, well, hi everybody. I'm Jasmine Bradbury. <laughs> um, I'm located out in Thousand Oaks, California. Um, and yeah, I am right now a stay at home mom and working on a little nonprofit that me and my partner set up and, um, also doing some other little entrepreneurial things. Um, but yeah, main job is being a mom. <laughs> awesome well that right there is the biggest job <laughs> i will now that i've gone through it and i've also had you know other jobs and stuff and in the working field and everything uh yeah being a parent in general yeah being a mom super hard and uh but i'm not gonna leave the dads out they do do their thing it's but, it's a challenge but it's one of the best challenges and I've, I've ever had in my life and it teaches me something new every single day yeah, how old is Serenity now? Oh yeah, so my daughter Serenity, um, she uh, she's now gonna be she's gonna be two on September 11th actually, which is just <gasps> a couple a few weeks away. Uh, like, wait, what's today's date? Yeah, it's just a few weeks away. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I feel like just not that long ago you were having her first birthday party. Yes, I was freaking out, planning it, and everything. Um, I would, oh, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> Being part of parent parties are ridiculous <laughs> when it comes to the birthdays. Yeah, no, I was freaking out. And now it's all of a sudden it's around the corner for the two year. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it seems like she wants to be similar to you or grown like you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She is too <laughs> going uh, on. I don't, it's like, I don't want to put it in the universe, but she's definitely too going on like 21. First <laughs> grandkid too on my side. So she's super spoiled on my side. And then uh, she is very spoiled on Troy's side too. So either way, <laughs> she's just kind of a little princess. I guess like reflecting back on your pregnancy, um, when, did, when did you start to bounce back body? So I yeah. want to like for us to go back and think about if you can even trace back into that moment in your life. But when did you start thinking about having a bounce back body? Honestly, I want to say like snapback or bounce back bodies got really popular. Like when we hit college, like 2011, I want to say like my class going into college, like that's when it was really like noticeable to me. I was hearing about snapback bodies and like bounce back bodies after pregnancies. Um, I never really thought about it, I guess, you know, until I got pregnant, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I guess I did. There was definitely like, because I've, I've thought about having kids before I had my kid, you know. And I would mm -hmm. always think like, oh, will I let myself go or like, you know, like, do, will I keep myself up and like, you know, you got to do certain things, take care of yourself. And I guess like, but it really sunk in like when I was like, when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, At what point in your pregnancy did you start thinking about your body and bounce back mentality? <laughs> um, I think, well, thinking about your body for one, for sure, like moment it happens, you're like, oh my God, my body is going to be completely different like you you go through a whole bunch of emotions and you're just thinking about how like everything's gonna happen and and emotions addressing multiple different things that are happening within your life when you find out that you're pregnant because multiple mm -hmm. things are about to change and never be the same including your body right <laughs> and, uh, so i think i it really hit me though probably like when my i first started seeing change in my body like actual physical change i was like 
huh like I, you know i felt a little bit of weight gaining and stuff and um also i like i i was full like old school traditional did not do a thing oh yeah we can cuss on here i didn't do a damn thing <laughs> damn's not really a cuss word but i did not do anything like i ate and ate and just chilled and um a lot of stuff you know uh, also contributed to that in my mood and things that I did um, and how I handled my pregnancy. But um, yeah, as I got bigger, I started thinking more about the snapback and realized like, oh, I actually am going to need to work out after this. Can't right now. But <laughs> I started thinking, yeah, it was like, I think like maybe the, the third, fourth month when my bump started really showing, that little baby bump starts coming out. I was like, huh. Yeah, I'm, I started thinking about like the like, anxiety started to form for sure. I, and I was like, um, okay. I'm, my body is different and I feel it. I, I feel this weight. <laughs> were you thinking that the pressure was more internal or were there outside pressures too? Um, I, it was a little mixture of both. I feel like uh, that's kind of a hard one because I feel like there's just so many from both sides. Like, especially me personally, I guess um, the type of person that I am contributes to it. Like I, I've always had some insecurities and things about myself, you know? And like mm-hmm. I've grown to like love my body and stuff, but then like when you when you have something so big and so drastic in your life happen at a point in time, uh, like pregnancy, I mean, you get it, it brings everything back, you know. Like even if you've gotten things under control, like mm-hmm. it's about your body and everything like that, all of a sudden it's like you've got those insecurities under control because you are so used to how your body's been that you've gotten used to you know what I mean and then now all of a sudden right <laughs> all of a sudden it's like wait I, this isn't what I'm going to be used to anymore and I had to realize it I had to come to terms like yeah my body will never be the same the inside and out yeah because even thinking back on our the body image podcast it was kind of we were talking about accepting our bodies and it's like been taking on basically our whole lives and you're saying how you have to kind of restart that process mm-hmm. when you have a kid totally like it's it's a total like new process. That's what I was trying to say. Like I feel like for me, inside and out, it kind of both they both contributed to like the pressures from both sides. Cause for me personally, I'm very yeah, like I had already I just got secure with my body, you know, in college and I was like really like, okay, cool. And like I'm out here. I moved from college to here and I was living the single life and like really, you know, enjoying my body and stuff and like how what I've grown to be and like as me as a person and stuff and all coming in circle and full circle and then um yeah i got pregnant and it just changes everything and then i like outside pressures like for sure like my mom and stuff you know and like no no offense to my mom but of course like you know she she was even coming with like traditional views like it's fine totally just like relax and you you should be gaining weight but like and then like the newer ones are like no you need to be you need to be snapping back all i see on my timeline and my on my ig is just snap back things and so it's like it's two contradicting things and sometimes my mom would also go like hey maybe you should go for a walk like you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so i think a big influence it was my mom and a, and a few things um because like i mean when you're pregnant that's all, the only person you talk to so she was a big outside influence for for a lot of it <laughs> No, and that she should be like one of your biggest supports, but mm-hmm. it's hard when you're on Instagram and you see all these celebrities or all these people going, Hey, I got my body back and it was really hard. And then they literally look just as skinny as they were before, mm-hmm. if not more fit mm-hmm. than before their pregnancy. Oh, and you know what? Um, 
I don't know if this is not for me. I breastfed a lot. And so mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people who breastfeed snap back quicker. And those are a lot of the girls that I've been seeing that like they lose dope, like more than what they had going into it. Like you're talking about, like literally, like you just said, like some of them look even skinnier afterwards. Mm -hmm. And that's as what I've found is that a lot of the girls were breastfeeders and which is really interesting. But yeah, and I, I was one. So I think that and you noticed that yeah, difference. It didn't make it easier at all, like seeing people because then I mean, even that aspect adds to the pressures of like the pregnancy thing, because then you're like, do I even want to breastfeed? And like, start doing that, this, like a kid's going to be here and I have to try and do this. Like, do I even want to do that? <laughs> yeah. And then you have a whole living being with you and mm -hmm. i hear that moms have like zero time because my old co-worker she came back from maternity leave and she looks tired 24 7. Mm -hmm. i i believe it <laughs> see they like like they say um when, once you have a kid i kid you not <laughs> you will <laughs> not have the same amount of sleep ever again in your life as mom dads for sure they'll get it but as a mom, like, even, <laughs> if, even if you have the time to get a great nap in, like, and yeah, I don't know, like the only way that I could really, I can like fully, and even then I'm kind of waking up out of habit is if I'm on a vacation and we've left baby with somebody else in a whole nother location. Like I, I can't, if she is in the room and we even have, we have like a nanny on like with us or something like, which we've totally done. We've had like, you know, my, my friends come and babysat. We've taken them on trips with us and like, so that we can go and do something. And I, there's no way I can't sleep. And that's, that's, you know what I mean? Like I, I get up and I can hear her in another room and I'm like, Oh no, I got to get up and go help. Or like, there's no way Ch sleep changes. You never have the time. And even when you do think you have time or you do have free time, like you actually have it you sit there and you're like, what should I do with this time? And I actually have it. And then all of a sudden, Oh, that's gone. crazy. Yeah. I yeah. It's gone. Cause you don't get any like silence a lot. And I feel like there's like, no matter what, you always have thoughts going through your head cause you're a mom now. I mean, and that's how for me, like I've dealt with anxiety all the time. So I always have a billion thoughts going through my head, but now add the fact that I have a, like, I'm a mom and I have a whole kid. I'm just always thinking about different things, like good, bad possibilities, scenarios, like everything. Like <laughs> of course, yeah, right. And so do you ever feel kind of almost like guilty if you're enjoying yourself and you're not thinking about serenity and your baby? Totally, like, yeah, totally, guilty mom syndrome. Yeah, I, um, I have had that, I had last night. I, <laughs> I don't speak on it when I have it a lot. I've got, I'm pretty cool, but literally last night going out with my girls, I, um, I definitely had big mom baby guilt. I, it hits, like, I'll be able to suppress it and I don't really like notice it until it's like time to go. You know, like I'm leaving, I'm going, I need to say bye. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't even really want to go. <laughs> and I kind of want to say. Right. Like, I, yeah. I want to be with my baby. All the time. Like, she's really, she is what makes me happiest. And she's the funnest thing, even though she, she is a pain in the butt sometimes. <laughs> like, right. Like, you really love her and she, like, drives you crazy. Exactly. And I don't want to miss anything. And then you think about all these different things. And, yeah. And, like, you even think about, like, what possibly, like, the person who is watching her. Like, what they're going to maybe, like, the activities that they're going to go do with her. And, like, oh, I wish I could actually just, I want to be there instead. Like, you know. <laughs> and, like, I keep on hearing that, like, I read a lot about um, pregnancies just kind of, like, on the, the web and 
that kind of stuff. And they talk about like postpartum journeys and how you feel like it's not, you get like depressed after you have a baby just because there's just so many emotions and so many things going on and priorities are changing. Do you feel like you had a tough postpartum journey? And can you like talk about that a little bit? Definitely. Um, I had a very emotional pregnancy. Um, and I think that, I think everybody, like that's what I was, I was just about to say, everybody's pregnancy is different. And you know, mm -hmm. so, um, that's a big contributor, I think, to it. Uh, everybody, I don't know, everybody is, handles things differently. You know, some people exercise, some people don't, some people eat a ton, some people don't, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> some people get yeah. sick, some people don't. Um, it's, it's, it's a trip. You have a whole bean in your body and your body is literally compromising itself to fit that bean and grow it and nurture it for nine months. And that changes so many things in your body. And I mean, it's only something women will experience. Shout out women. But uh, like, yeah, and it's just. <laughs> physical things that you can see to the hormones and the hormones are a bitch like that sucks you think pms is bad try carrying around a human for nine months and then pushing it out like <laughs> yeah and then getting and, and not having your period and then getting a period that lasts for six weeks then it's the worst period of your freaking life like it sucks <laughs> oh my god yeah. wait is that like every so that just happens that's just normal for that to happen yeah it's normal it's normal like you just bleed basically until you're completely healed up i mean everybody's different again no, this is mm -hmm. how my experience went i laughed, but it's laughed. common that's yeah. common for you to bleed for six weeks yeah afterwards yes you will there will be some bleeding and like you you will have a long period <laughs> Oh my and it all God. depends, like, because there's different things, you know, down there that happen for different women. And, and uh, yeah, it just all goes different ways. So don't, I don't want to get too graphic, but, you know, depending well, on I mean, how things yeah. happen. <laughs> I'm just thinking, how was your mood in that moment? And, like, what were things that kept you up and yeah. made you realize or, like, just made you feel whole again? Yeah, um, I think... You know, I mean, they say, like, don't put all your happiness in the baby. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. But the baby is the ha the one thing that can make you so happy. Like, my child is my, literally, she is my my shining, my shining star. Like, she brings everything to light for me and makes me happy. And uh, she was a big support for me, like, just getting through mm -hmm. a lot of things, even when she was in my belly. You know what I mean? Like, she wasn't even mm -hmm. here. And... I would be going through things emotionally and just like with my life and the different changes that are going on during the, the nine months. And I'd look down at my stomach and I'd remember like, you know, like she feels what I feel. And so I need to get this under control. And like, cause I really had, um, I had a really hard like emotional pregnancy. And then even afterwards, like it took a while for me to just kind of bounce back like with myself. And like I said, I deal with anxiety. So that, that's a big contributor to it as well. I think for, for postpartum, like everybody already has their own de demons going into getting pregnant, you know, mm -hmm. so I think depending on what you deal with and if you have anxiety or if you don't have anxiety, if you have depression or you don't, you know, I think that already adds a little stir to it. Um, and then when she got here, it was um, even more overwhelming. Like I just was like, yeah, she's here, and I feel the connection instantly. And uh, I mean, it's, things are still rough, and you still have to keep going. And like, I think uh, I, I stopped breastfeeding when she was eighteen months, and so she's about to be twenty-four months. 
soon. And so that's really not that long ago, if you think about it. Right. Uh, like I was having a conversation with my mom and my aunt and my aunt breastfed for a really long time. And like, I didn't even realize, and my doctor as well. I, didn't, I just didn't realize that um, I'm still being affected by the hormone changes of like yeah. stopping. And then I started oh, birth control again. Yeah, like, and, and then you said, you, like I just said, you start birth control again and then those hormones come into play. And, uh, and there's a lot of things that contribute to downs. There's, there, it could be like, I woke up and I didn't have what I pictured for breakfast when I was pregnant and I'd be in the wrongest mood and it would really set off like anxiety for me. Wow. That's cr like, yeah. And just like, it could be something really small or something really big that changes yeah. your whole mood. Totally. And for me, a big thing, um, that really played part is like, so like I keep, I keep mentioning anxiety, but, uh, that would like trigger with my emotions. I would like, I would really sit there and think about like the worst scenarios like, and while I'm pregnant, like the worst scenarios that could possibly happen. Like my biggest fears for the baby, you know? And that's, a, that mm -hmm. was a big thing. Like I just had, and then that doesn't stop. It just gets even worse when the kid gets here, you know? <laughs> You're like, oh, right. I mean, now, now I you really her. have, I can, yeah. yeah, I can see her. I can see what she's capable of. And, oh, uh, like I, it's amazing, but, there's so many things that could possibly go wrong. And with my anxiety, I literally am like, oh, like you know, anxiety. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> a lot of moms say they feel like really isolated after their pregnancy because just like their social relationships are on hold. Did you feel there was a lot of your relationships being different after pregnancy? Totally. Totally. See, so this is my thing too. I think it's not even just pregnancy. Like I think in our twenties, everybody is kind of just on a different path mm -hmm. and pregnancy gets wrapped in in that kind of like so not everybody gets pregnant <laughs> and yeah get pregnant in their 20 years of life <laughs> you know right yeah so i literally like i have some friends who are in the same boat i have some friends who have more kids than me and are the same age as me um but then i have some friends who are single and living their life and having their career and doing their thing and so we're at two different paths and um, it can get, it can make you feel, you know, like, okay, well, have I, have I accomplished everything that I want in my life? Like my friends are out here doing everything. And then like, you're just sitting here and you got a baby. And sometimes your friends don't realize like, you know, they're, they're trying to plan a trip or they, they want to do something. I got baby. <laughs> right. I got, you have I got I got I got to find a, a babysitter or, you know, baby can't go. So I can't like, that's my right hand. So she's not coming here. I mean, if I can't, if she can't go, I'm not going. So it's that, a different that, level of responsibility. Exactly. And it just, it, it just changes a lot of the dynamics and um, you realize who's there for you and who's willing to be part of those dynamics and, you know, rise to the occasion and keep moving through life. But yeah, it really happens. You really get a little bit lonely and you realize that some people just aren't on the same path and your paths aren't aligning and it, it, to you feeling kind of isolated sometimes and it's all about you to yeah you matter but you're not the first priority you take the back burner and so that includes your friendships your the relationship you have with your child and your child's health and well-being is the only thing that truthfully matters at all in this life anymore so real and yeah. it's reading like this I article about a mom and saying how she you know, like 99.9% .9 of her time, she's focusing on her child, but like, she can't help, but also focusing on like, like looking at herself and not loving what she's seeing. Yeah. 
physically. And I think that there's, that's so many different stressors and emotions. Like you want to focus on your child, but then you're also, totally. I'm not it loving almost, what I'm saying. It makes it hard. Like, so like babies, like my biggest motivation too, you know, especially with my, like my snapback, I've actually really just started getting like fully going and like getting back into it. And it takes a, a while just to get back in the groove of like trying to get your body back and get you back. Really. It's not even just your body, just getting you. And, um, and like, you, you know, your mind, your body and your soul entirely on the same page again. Like that's, it's just hard. And you find yourself like, oh, I want to spend every minute with your baby. And then it's like, well, but I also need to get me back. I need, I need to have me as well. And so like finding the balance of like, my baby is the most important thing in this life now and nothing else mm -hmm. really matters, but I still do exist is like a very fine line. I still you know? do and because you do need to matter and you do matter because your kid needs you, you know, like your right, kid yeah. sees you as everything. I still see my mom as everything. It was like the day that my mom and my dad, and like, that's, it's funny because I've become more emotional about it. Like I could literally just, I just started tearing up thinking about it. But like ever since I've become a mom, like I think about losing my mom and my dad more because I just, I, I can't imagine my, my daughter going through this world without having a helping hand. Because they have mm -hmm. given me so much of a helping hand, you know? And so, like, finding that balance of realizing that, like, you need to take care of yourself so that you can be here for your kid while also knowing that they're the main priority, it, it's it's hard. It's rough. Like, I genuinely have to, you know, like, I have to find ways for my, my daughter to be taken care of if I want to go ahead and do anything for myself. And that's rough. Because I also want to be the main person taking care of her. Mm -hmm. and so finding that balance of being like you know no it's okay I can let go and she needs that independence and like I still matter and I need to take care of myself and like this isn't me putting her on the back burner this is I'm still doing what she needs to get done you know like this is actually good for her right and I mean I don't think it helps when other people put in their opinions either if it's like oh it's okay to leave your child oh actually don't do that or yeah. like oh why are you focusing on you so much totally I think that can be really tricky yeah, the opinions from others are, uh, on parenting is something that I am growing to love and hate. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> because you can get some really good insight from some people sometimes, but then you also can just get some things said that are like, that make you go with that response, like, do you even have kids? Right, like, you know, yeah. Right? Like, I really, I can, like, say something and give my opinion, but, like, what what the hell does that even mean? I have zero children. I have nothing, like, that came out of my body that lives and breathes, you know? Mm -hmm. I think like the picture, like this picture people have for a woman and what they're supposed to be able to do after they give birth and like all the things that they're supposed to do, not just take care of the child. Yeah. And it's it's not the perfect picture every time. And people have a hard time realizing that that perfect picture takes a while to be created. And it's like, right. and, and everybody's perfect picture is different people still have a hard time gra grasping that. I have a hard time grasping it and I'm going through it. Like at this age, I pictured myself to be married. It, it, I mean, not really, no. I pictured myself to be married and having kids at around like 27. Yeah. And I am 25. Oh, and also have my career. Like I thought for sure I'd have my career going, going and doing this. And, <laughs> and but I'm 25, not married, got a kid and still dabbling around in different you know things and doing entrepreneurship and stuff but it's it's rough it's it's hard i haven't found like the exact you know like it's not like there's a something that's like fully going for me that i'm feeling super confident about 
Um, yeah, but I feel like that's like just the normal kind of 20 somethings. You know, I think that's super relatable because even on social media, everyone's like, oh, you know, going into work and feeling like what they present on social media is that I'm super established, super happy and doing a bunch of fun stuff. But I would say that most of my day, I'm not going to post like parts of my day where I'm like literally sitting at home and binge watching stuff. Yes. I mean, sometimes I do do that, but it's like, it's, you know, what you only show what you want to project out there. Exactly. And sometimes I feel like we forget that. And even as somebody with not no kid, no partner that I have any responsibility towards, I'm just like, everybody's got it. Everything's like, everyone's doing so amazing, being such great entrepreneurs and so established in their careers. And I find myself comparing myself a lot too. Yeah. And being like, I don't know if this is what I want to continue doing for the next 10 years, five years, even the next year. Like, is this what I'm, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, that's scary too. Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, like people's just opinions and stuff like that, um, it adds on, t on top of everybody, just like, you know, like a regular person without a kid, you mix a kid in that and you feel like the timer starts clicking twice as fast. And you're like, so do you oh feel God. like you have to make decisions really quickly? Like, do you feel like, and I feel like, yeah, a good picture. if I can re reach this success and this, this accomplishment, like that's perfect by this age, but oh wait. I might have to have serenity in this special school and this type of program. And she's probably gonna be in sports. And I don't know if I can do what I want to do if, while I'm trying to make her <clears throat> or set things up for her, you know? And those are the type of yeah. things that get in your head and the different opinions from different people, what you should be doing. And at the time of your life, you should be doing it by, and it, it, it's rough. And so how do you make sure you stay grounded and think about what you want and what's important to you? Um, that it's still a learning process. I, right now I'm still trying to like, I, I try to take my time just to, you know, have me time and, uh, and do something that I like and work on some things and just kind of, and hang out with some friends and be around people that, you know, care about me. And, but for me personally, I am a very big family person. And mm -hmm. so I love being around my little family that I've created. Not yeah. only like, you know, I, I, I love my parents and my family, my extended family now, technically. <laughs> but mm -hmm. yeah. it was my core family, you know, at one point. Now it's like I have my kid and now I have my own core family. And That's super important to be like, hey, I'm okay being alone without my baby. Yeah. That sounds like, it sounds simple, but it actually from talking to you, it sounds like it's really challenging. It's, it's super challenging. And like real, and saying that it's challenging is challenging. You know what I mean? Like admitting to it is like, you know, I don't know if I'm actually super happy alone without my baby or, you know, like that's, that's hard. Like I really love my baby so much that like, I just want, I, I she brings me happiness and it's hard. Mm -hmm. Some people can really admit like, nah, like I'm really here. Um, some people are still like, you know what I mean? They're really going through it so much that they'll say like, I'm really only here for the kids. And oh, I, I yeah. it's so sad. And like, you know, they haven't found themselves yet. And yeah. So and even, even looking at like Cardi B, her speaking about her pregnancy and her journey, it sounds like she even says she gets super sad and she doesn't even want anyone to look after a child. She gets like with her body, she was like having a lot of issues with and then not being able to see her kids because she's working. She said it was super heartbreaking and that she gets depressed yeah I, I 
I couldn't even imagine too with her type of schedule, like the type of schedule that uh, entertainers have and, and the women in that industry and or like props to them. And like, you know, like Cardi's done it and Lauren Hill was a big one back in the day. She did it and she had her whole song mm-hmm. about it. And I mean, multiple women have done it now in, especially in the entertainment business. And I, I still like Sierra, I, Kilani, they've all decided to have like props to them because Genuinely, like I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I—I I mean, starting, not to take away from the hard-working mommies too, like that are working the minimum wage jobs. Like, props to them because they're doing the same thing, just at a different. You know what I mean? Like the rich mommies out here, the entertainment business—they got money too. You got to think about that. Like, they got the money to be able to know their kid. Yeah, their kid is being taken care of by the best. So you got to think too, like people who are just living paycheck to paycheck and are putting their their trust in other people that may not be the best of the best, you know, like, or even like, I just, I had a job not too long ago and I, I, I had to quit it because baby was just too young still. And it just, I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was able to quit it because of my position and like my partner's position and how he could provide for me. But, um, you know, like, thank God, but being in that position and having to work and be sep- literally having to and be separated from your child, it, ugh, I just, it's, it's rough. Just, just for a few hours for work. I, I know a lot of my friends who are like, they just cannot wait to pick their daughters and daughters and sons up from, from daycare. And that's how I was. I was like, oh, I'm rushing to get my baby from daycare when I was working for that little bit. And then now I'm able to have, uh, so that I can like have some time away from my baby just so that I can do things from home. I have uh, my best friend now actually as my nanny and uh, she just helps out, you know, a little bit here and there and uh, it's perfect. And then like, so I'm, I get the the pressure released off my chest of like knowing that my baby is around and I can hear her, but I still get to do some stuff, you know, like for me, which really helps. <laughs> but that's so real that you said that you, you know, you attempted to work and it was so heartbreaking. I don't think we talked about that enough, like how heartbreaking it is to be separated and working at a job that you may not be passionate about or mm-hmm. that you don't really care for. And maybe you, even if you do care for it, it's like you have to be separated and it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's real also for you to recognize that, hey, it's just not worth it. Yeah, exactly. It's not worth it. That, that's really what at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so what the kids make you kind of think about different things, you know, things in a bigger aspect. Why am I here? Like, I, if, if I really don't enjoy this at all, even with a little inkling in myself, like, okay, mm-hmm. I could be spending this time trying to get something done productively away from my kid doing something that I actually care about. And uh, right, and then, so it sends you on a whole journey trying to figure out, okay, what the heck do I, do I really care about besides my kid? You're and gonna have to think about your passions more and what's mm-hmm. really important. Cause you can't just be doing like a nine to five sales job or a no random telemarketing gig or whatever it is, because it's like, shit, you don't give a fuck about that. No, and that's basically what I was doing. I was doing an SDR and oh girl, I, anytime I get on that phone, I'm like, <laughs> How many more hours do I have so I can get home and make it home in time to have a little bit of downtime and then go ahead and get my baby from daycare? You'll see people basically going to work, not even putting their whole 100% into work because they're looking at their nanny cam the entire time. Oh, true. Yeah. (laughs) I deadass would be at work on my app for a good majority of the day. Good, good, big, big, big chunk. 
<laughs> I would be, I'd even be like showing the pictures and like my app to my coworkers. Further in your career, doing something at the job, but you don't even like the job enough because it's just not for you. And then you start realizing your passions and stuff because you're kid. It's it's crazy. I, I do want to go back and talk about like your your journey, like physically. I'm wondering when did you think that you started to love your body again? Or when did you start feeling sexy again? Ooh. Um. <laughs> You're like, I'm still working on I'm, it, maybe. I'm uh, pending. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, but I, girl, like, the last time I even saw you, I was like, wow, Jazz looks amazing, gorgeous, like, stalled. <laughs> And like, yo, like so amazing to me. I was like, just blown away and not even comparing you to like saying like, oh, you've had a kid. It's just like, overall, you look amazing. But I, I want to say that just to say from an outside perspective, but I know that could be different. Yeah, thank personally. you. But yeah. yeah, no, it definitely, I don't know. Like I said, pending still. I know. I feel I feel better about myself. Like literally right now at this very moment, like I've been working pretty hard. I've been going to the gym uh, pretty regularly. Like I realized for myself working out is my therapy within the last, like last couple months. I like, I've been going through like not going to the gym and then going to the gym and not going to the gym. Like I was like, okay, you know, I need to take care of myself because it helps with my anxiety and all my different mm -hmm. things that I go through. Yeah. And so, um, I'm really just starting to get back and like get right and out and taking care of myself and watching what I eat. Um, Cause like when I said that I didn't do anything while I was pregnant, oh my gosh, I did nothing. <laughs> you were talking to a girl who maxed out at 216. I gained over like 70 pounds. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know. Yeah. I, to me, when I saw pictures and I was, because I, I don't think I actually saw you when you were pregnant, but when I saw pictures, I was like, oh, she's pregnant. You know, it wasn't yeah. like, Oh my God, she is big, well, you know? You know, and like now that you bring that up though too, like that's another, I, I mean, accepting the pregnancy in itself, I, I didn't, I waited to announce it for a really long time. And like, I remember I, at one point I kind of, I thought to myself like, why, why, why is it so important that to me that like, I don't want people to know that I'm pregnant just yet. You know, mm -hmm. certain people. So, like, I just, not this whole world, basically. And it was because, like, you know, I was insecure about myself and, like, my body changing and, like, my life changing. Like, yeah, and sharing something can make back. you really vulnerable. You yeah. can feel really vulnerable. Totally, totally. And I didn't want to share pictures of baby at first and stuff. Like, I kind of like how Cardi was saying, she didn't want people to see your baby. I felt the same way. I didn't really want any pictures to be shared just yet. Like I wanted to make, you know, I wanted to be the first person. I wanted to make sure that I had the say and stuff. And cause I wanted to feel right about myself. I think. And, and I feel like it'd be easy to go down a rabbit hole of really negative stuff. Yeah, definitely. It, it sucks and it, it happens. And, um, yeah, I, I, I went down the spiral in a lot of different ways, just thoughts and different things. Um, it, it it happens all the time. <laughs> like, and I don't yeah, know, right. It's necessarily a way to control it too while you're pregnant. Like hormones and stuff are all over the place, and then like afterwards too. It's for a while. Like I said, I feel like I just came to the realization, just like getting back on birth control and then also stopping breastfeeding not that long ago. Like I'm still being affected by that, and that causes me, you know, to get into a rabbit hole of negative things sometimes, just because hormones are off and stuff. Like so many things contribute to you 
being on or off your your game after you have a kid. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your your fitness is similar to what it was before? Like, do you think you can still do the same things and be on the same level as you were before, or is it hard to be able to get to that level again or point? No, it's hard, and it's definitely not at the same point as it was. It's definitely hard. I've been really struggling and working hard to get that. My joints move differently <laughs> and stuff. It's hilarious. Like, and I have to make different, uh, different, you know, adjustments to make sure everything's good and stuff. Like when, um, I have a friend that she had two C sessions and we work out together and, uh, she has a, uh, I forget what it's called. She, um, a deformity with her stomach. It didn't like re it, it did her stomach muscles didn't actually like reform. And so, mm-hmm. cause when you, you get pregnant, your everything rips open so that your baby can form. And uh, yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. And so her stomach never like came back together entirely. And so she has to genuinely has to make different like adjustments when we're doing certain exercises, you know, for her, because she can't do the same things as me and her body is completely different. So it's, oh, wow. Yeah. So does that mean that she doesn't really have the same ab muscles as before at all? No, not at all. Oh, and I wow. don't either. I can feel it. It's funny. You can feel it totally. Oh, that's crazy because I'm just thinking now I'm like looking at all these pictures of, I mean, granted I'm looking at celebrities or or people who are super fitness focused and they, you know, they have abs and they have all these muscles that I'm like, oh, you know, maybe it is possible. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely bounce back also one thing too what you go into being pregnant with like you know what i mean like what you go the state of fitness that you're at going into getting pregnant helps a lot that's what i think too and the state of mind and i was not on my best like fitness game and like in the best state of mind when i got pregnant either have you like i know that surgery is a really big topic and a lot of people get it not just like physical surgery i know that people get like surgery reconstructed down there in their womanly parts because that's necessary or um other things is that something in the realm of things you considered um my friends have i i haven't i've considered actually uh i've considered um the skin tightening thing but Mm -hmm. that i love my body to the point where i don't want to do anything unnatural to it, I guess, you know, like invasive, unless I yeah. like absolutely have to. I'm close with like, now that I was talking about how she has her stomach and stuff, like she might have to get surgery just because it might not form back together. You feel know, that confidence because maybe not everybody feels that confident. Totally not. Like, I mean, literally, like I've been around other girls that definitely don't have the same amount of confidence that I have, and I don't have my full confidence back yet. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta mm-hmm. think about that too. Like, yeah, right. And then you're saying how you're like, you know what, I want to go the natural route, because I think that that's just the best choice for me. And it's not like it's life threatening or causing your life to be complicated or not be able to do everyday functions. Yeah, no, totally. Like, literally, like my, I like I said, I gained like 200 and oh, I didn't gain 200, but I got <laughs> 216 pounds. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I didn't even realize I had stretch marks. Because I my stomach was so big, I thought I didn't yeah. have any stretch marks until around uh, it was the third trimester, and it was like it, I think I, w- I was in month eight, but I was like eight and a half. I was almost a nine, 
And I remember one day I was in Hawaii's home and I, the, I was using the bathroom and a mirror fell and caught the bottom of my stomach. Mm-hmm. And like the underneath part. And I, that is the day I realized that I had stretch marks coming underneath from like my crotch up my stomach. Oh, but yeah, you, that's you not really weird saying crotch. I never say that word, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess From that area of my stomach, I like fully had stretch marks and it was trippy because like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have to, I, I thought I wasn't going to get stretch marks. I, I had to accept it right then and there. Like, oh, those are forever. They don't mean anything. And they were actually formed because you brought one of the most beautiful things ever to touch this planet earth into this earth (laughs) like that is reassuring yeah and i actually hear from guys they say that they don't mind stretch marks that it doesn't bother them yeah and i feel like that is really interesting and great to hear because i think there's a misconception that like oh guys hate stretch marks and guys hate a little like extra love in certain places yeah definitely i think it's i think it's just because like when you have them there's other things that come with it because not only do i have stretch marks but i have skin that's so stretched that it'll never be the same you know yeah i literally have like a flab of skin on my stomach and that shit sucks but like Mm -hmm. what am i gonna do about it and i'm not gonna get the surgery so like i have to try my best to get it naturally down and like I mean, I don't know. Maybe guys don't care about that. I mean, my guy doesn't care about it, but it, that's mine and his child. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I also right, feel like right. I wonder, I don't know. I mean, God forbid, but like, you know, like I don't know how I would feel like if I was single and trying to get somebody, you know, like that's, that's, that's another insecurity. Like that's a whole other thing. Like, you know, I don't trying to imagine somebody trying to imagine me. Like, I don't know. You know, like, I don't know how I would be confident right. in front of somebody that doesn't know me and the things that I've been through. And that's real because I feel like that's another, that's just a whole nother, like, part of feeling sexy and, like. Mm-hmm. And there's women and, that are going through that. There's women that are, you know, single mothers now and are, you know, trying to date and stuff. And it's like, how, you know, how can you even, there's just people that they feel like they can't even get anybody else. Like, I mean. What kind of remedies do you do to help kind of be a part of that natural process do you use certain like creams do you eat certain things like what's kind of your your regimen getting back on things and i've been trying to do the nutribullets i've been trying to do more like plant-based and fruits and veggies all that good stuff like i said plant-based uh, and then uh switch over to i still but see i say plant-based but i also like my meat still so i'm trying to like find a fine balance and so nutrition-wise, that's kind of the route that I'm going. And then uh, creams-wise, um, I, I lotion up regularly. I do have some vitamin E oil that actually I rub in my stomach all the time, and I'm trying to be more consistent about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's like I just completely space on it. But vitamin E oil is pretty – it's worked really well for me and in, uh, in scars in general. And so on my stretch marks, it's helped some too. Um I did do some of the cocoa butter while I was pregnant and everything, but then I don't know why I stopped. Like, <laughs> I was just I mean, lazy. I was like, I don't yeah. feel like rubbing my damn stomach down like that every day. Plus, I'm hot and I'm fat as hell. Like, I don't feel like touching myself like this. <laughs> and I feel like you were, I think the end of your pregnancy was in the summer. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you're running these birthdays in September. So yeah, I no. feel like I spent a good <laughs> chunk of it in the summer and also in the summer in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was dying. My feet were huge. I was so swollen. I had my own dad tell me. He was like, I don't think I've ever seen your legs this big. And I was like, 
Okay, dad. Thanks, thanks dad. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> and uh, like my boyfriend, he couldn't, it's not like he can, he has a very busy schedule. And so it's not like he can make it to everything. And so like, yeah. It, it, and which was fine and then like but he when he came to one of the doctor's appointments just it happened to be one of the ones he was there you know so i'm happy like he's there and shit and the doctor goes ahead and tells me in this doctor's appointment that i have gained a pretty substantial amount of weight and that i need to start considering watching my weight and basically like i'm going oh. i'm doing too much and i was like it you know how bad it felt getting told that in front of your man that like and then it's like like come on and then i mean for those don't know like my man's a a professional athlete so like being around him like my i'm getting fat as hell and he's over here ripped and shit (laughs) and i'm like like that's another pressure if i need to snap the fuck back like i can't be with my next to my partner and looking fat and bummy like you know like it's not gonna happen like i can't and like just flabby like that's no <laughs> yeah and that's like a whole nother pressure on its own even without yes pregnancy mm-hmm. is that like you as a unit need to look good but one person <laughs> in the unit is pregnant and one of them was not <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and i hear that so after your baby it still looks like you're pregnant Yes, it does. People need to to go ahead and take that whole. What's her name? Kate, Kate Middleton is that her name? The one that the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah, she's the one, <laughs> the royal the family when she stepped out yes. literally the day of like giving birth and looked like she fucking she was a model like it was ridiculous that that is called money with a full time staff and a stylist on board ready to give you a flattering outfit. Like, people have to realize, like, no. When I came out the hospital, I still looked like I was at least two to three months pregnant for the first, like, week. Because it's all that extra water weight and that, And, I mean, right? yeah, you still, yeah, you still have that weight on you. Like, you still, you have exactly. itself. And then add on, if you want to really snap back, you got to do some extra shit. <laughs> My cousin, so she had a kid, and then after she took a picture... She's literally like holding her kid and it looks like she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And and I don't think that image gets shared enough like or images like that because when she was showing me, she was like really like she could I could sense the fire she felt in that image. She was like she was like, "Look, babe, there's my baby and I'm still fucking like looking like I'm hella pregnant." And it's like that's just fucking real. And she was just like I could feel like the heat in her yeah, it's literally, it, it, people just think that you're supposed to bounce out and like, oh, you had the kid, it's not in you anymore, so you should look flat. <laughs> like, right, like, no. oh, it's out, so what's all, you know, your stomach should go back to normal. Yeah, no, and it totally happens like that. It's so funny, like, people think that it's going to be just night and day, and it's like, no. See, there's, there's some girls that, like, I mean, they were, they've went into the pregnancy ripped, like, ripped, mm-hmm. I mean, like, in great and like you know the the week after yeah. like they just they look a little bloated they don't look like they they're pregnant but like so everybody's bodies are different and like people do different regimens while they're pregnant and so that participates to your snapback and like how things happen yeah everybody's different because- and that's what i think also like you said earlier what keeps you grounded in all of that reminding yourself that everybody is different nobody's pregnancy journey is the same. Nobody. I do not care. Like the amount of friends that I have talked to and the things that we, 
And then you even say that you try to do something similar to somebody else and like, it's not going to be the same regardless. It just, it won't like you, you are you. And so things are going to be different for you. The baby's going to have to come in soon. That's why I got distracted oh. for a second. Um, oh, no worries. We can like wrap it up pretty soon okay, too. Okay, and yeah, I just, yeah. and I'm just wondering like, what kind of like advice would you give someone who's in a darker place? Like, of their, just like someone that's in a darker place. Oh, look at her. <laughs> She's right here. I know. If everybody can still be okay listening to her in the background too. Um, I think <laughs> what I would tell somebody that's in a darker place, um, that whether, you know, they're pregnant at the time or done with the pregnancy and already had the child. Um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, like that thing that keeps you grounded, whether that is the baby for a time being, that's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing. And that bond is meant to be cherished and flourished yeah. on. And so if the baby is something that makes you super happy, maybe I would look down and she kept me happy, you know, like mm -hmm. regardless of what I was going through, like yeah, really I'm not alone. She's right there with me and she feels everything I'm feeling. And then like, you know, once she gets here again, she is amazing. And she is everything that, everything imperfect and perfectly in the right way but don't get stuck on that that's what i would say don't get stuck like i said don't forget that eventually you have to show that little bean that you matter too because you want to show an example you're you're her like role model for life mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so i know like she's such a big part but i want to also ask like what kind of self-care things do you do that don't involve serenity that yeah. is just like about jazz um i i journaled a lot while i was pregnant that is one thing too i actually said that um while i was pregnant that helped me through a lot journaling journaling was really big i kind of fell off since i had baby but mm -hmm. journaling while i was pregnant oh everything and then it's like okay it's out it's free it's out there. <laughs> journaling definitely yeah. helped. And then um, once I had baby, like I said, I kind of stopped journaling. But, but um, yoga really helped me. And I hated yoga before I had <laughs> a baby. I hated oh, yoga. I and had I no started, idea. Yeah, I hated yoga. And then I had baby. And then uh, I started hot yoga at uh, Core Power Yoga. Shout out them. Oh, I love Core Power. Yeah, yeah I love Core Power. Power. They're awesome. Um, in the moment. At that time, like it's an hour class that's hot as hell and you got to focus and get through this and, you know, maintain your intention that you brought with yourself today to that class and, um, and, and focus and realize like, okay, this is about me and what I'm doing for this hour bit of time and I need to just do it. I'm still working on this stuff. Like I literally will have to go to yoga and tell myself, okay, leave my phone in the lock at least setting aside about an hour hour and a half to do something that's meaningful for yourself is a big thing yeah and i love that you're saying how it's still a process because everyone thinks that oh it's been like you've had the baby or it's been a year you know you should no. feel it's like life is normal again but it's, it's again not. that's people who don't have kids because <laughs> hell nah as soon as you have a kid you're like oh this is a, a learning experience and I will be going through emotion, ro emotional roller coasters for the rest of stop, my life. Stop thinking and that it's just going to be a quick trip. <laughs> think it could just be an in and out real quick. Like, oh, yep. No, you're with the, your child. Isn't just some, oh, it's a lifelong, it's yeah. a lifelong partnership. Yeah. Just oh, that's your family period. Exactly. Point blank. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Like, I'm so excited that we were able to chat. No, I'm sorry, you, you know, baby. It's a mom like, thing. just fucking real. And she was just like, I could feel like the heat in her. Yeah, it's literally, because it, people just think that you're supposed to bounce out and like, oh, you had the kid. It's not in you anymore, so you should look flat. <laughs> right like no. oh it's out so what's all you know your stomach should go back to normal yeah no and it totally happens like that it's so funny like people think that it's gonna be just night and day and it's like no see there's, there's some girls that like i mean they were they've went into the pregnancy ripped like ripped mm-hmm. i mean like in great shape. and like you know the the week after yeah. like they just they look a little bloated they don't look like they they're pregnant but like, so everybody's bodies are different and like people do different regimens while they're pregnant. And so that participates to your snapback and like how things happen. Yeah. And everybody's different. Because- and that's what I think also, like you said earlier, what keeps you grounded in all of that, reminding yourself that everybody is different. There, nobody's pregnancy journey is the same. Nobody. I do not care. Like the amount of friends that I have talked to and the things that we and then you even say that you try to do something similar to somebody else and like it's not going to be the same regardless. It just it won't. Like you you are you and so things are going to be different for you. The baby's going to have to come in soon. That's why I got distracted oh. for a second. Um Oh, no worries. We can like wrap it up pretty soon okay, too. Okay, and yeah, I just yeah. and I'm just wondering like what kind of like advice would you give someone who's in a darker place like of their just like someone that's in a darker place. Oh, look at her. She's right here. I know. If everybody can still be okay listening to her in the background too. Um, I think <laughs> what I would tell somebody that's in a darker place, um, that whether, you know, they're pregnant at the time or done with the pregnancy and already had the child. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, like that thing that keeps you grounded, whether that is the baby for a time being, that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. And that bond is meant to be cherished and flourished yeah. on. And so if the baby is something that makes you super happy, maybe I would look down and she kept me happy, you know, like mm-hmm. regardless of what I was going through. Like, yeah, really, I'm not alone. She's right there with me and she feels everything I'm feeling. And then like, you know, while once she gets here again, she is amazing. And she is everything that, everything imperfect and perfectly in the right way but don't get stuck on that that's what i would say don't get stuck like i said don't forget that eventually you have to show that little bean that you matter too because you want to show an example you're you're her like role model for life mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so i know like she's such a big part but i want to also ask like what kind of self-care things do you do that don't involve serenity that yeah. is just like about jazz um i i journaled a lot while i was pregnant that is one thing too i i actually said that um while i was pregnant that helped me through a lot journaling journaling was really big i kind of fell off since i had baby but mm-hmm. journaling while i was pregnant oh everything and then it's like okay it's out it's free it's out there. <laughs> journaling definitely yeah. helped. And then um, once I had baby, like I said, I kind of stopped journaling. But, but um, yoga really helped me. And I hated yoga before I had <laughs> a baby. I hated oh, yoga. I had and no I started, idea. Yeah, I hated yoga. And then I had baby. And then uh, I started hot yoga at uh, Core Power Yoga. Shout out them. Oh, I love Core Power. Yeah, yeah I love Core Power. Power. They're awesome. Uh, in the moment. At that time, like it's an hour class that's hot as hell and you got to focus and get through this and, you know, maintain your intention that you brought with yourself today to that class. And um, 
and, and focus and realize like, okay, this is about me and what I'm doing for this hour bit of time. And I need to just do it. I'm still working on this stuff. Like I literally will have to go to yoga and tell myself, okay, leave my phone in the locker, at least setting aside about an hour, hour and a half to do something that's meaningful for yourself is a big thing. Yeah. And I love that you're saying how it's still a process because everyone thinks that, oh, it's been like, you've had the baby or it's been a year, you know, you should no. feel it's like life is normal again, but it's, it's again, not. that's people who don't have kids. Cause <laughs> hell nah. As soon as you have a kid, you're like, Oh, this is a, a learning experience. And I will be going through emotion, ro emotional roller coasters for the rest of Stop. my life. Stop thinking and that it's just going to be a quick trip. <laughs> it could just be an in and out real quick. Like, Oh, yep. No, you're with your, your child. Isn't just some, Oh, it's a lifelong, it's yeah. a lifelong partnership. Yeah. Or just, oh, that's your family period. Exactly. Point blank. <laughs> okay well thank you so much for joining the podcast like i'm so excited that we were able to chat no i'm sorry you know baby it's a mom thing